start talking about some stuff. And he, he was talking about some stuff this morning. I don't remember all the things that he said, but he was talking about the jet. Or he was talking about a, a vehicle being made by the government or something that they're trying to get faster than the speed of uh, speed of light, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it got me thinking about the jets that we already have that are like Mach 1, Mach 2, and uh, the speed of sound. And I was like, man, I was like, that's awesome. It's like, I told Beck this morning, I was like, there's more to that. I was like, there's more to that. Our breakthrough is just as close yeah. as, as the speed of sound. Yeah. It's, it can come to us just as fast as the speed of sound. That's not what I'm going to talk about tonight, but that blessed me this morning, though. And uh, I was like, man, that's awesome. It's like, so as soon as I open my mouth, that's when my breakthrough is coming. That's when it's coming. As soon as I open my mouth. And just as fast as I can open my mouth and speak it, that's when the turnaround is going to come. That's when it's going to happen. But uh, don't don't you get excited when you get a nugget? Yes, amen. When you get a nugget, amen. I ain't talking about them chicken nuggets. I'll get right there, chicken nuggets. <laughs> them chicken nuggets is they can be exciting too, but ain't nothing like the word. Amen. If you got your Bible, if you'll turn to Colossians two and six. Therefore, receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Now hold your place there. So let's pray. Father, I ask that you would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, that you would open the eyes of our understanding so that we'll know what's the hope of your calling, what's the riches of your glory and the inheritance in the saints, what's the exceeding greatness of your power towards us believers, the same working of your mighty power that you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead, set him at your own right hand in heavenly places, and gave him a name that's above every name, and asked that you grant us, according to the riches of your glory, to be strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man, that Christ would dwell in our hearts by faith, that we be rooted and grounded in love and able to comprehend with all the saints what's the breadth, the length, the, the breadth, the length, the depth and the height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, so that we be filled with all the fullness of God. Holy Spirit, I ask that you teach. Teach tonight, teach us, teach me, and uh, help me to relay those things that you have laid on my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I got tongue tied there for a minute. <laughs> it says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. So we receive Jesus, Christ Jesus the Lord, by faith. So he's telling us here, he's like, you receive Christ by faith, so continue on in your walk with Christ by faith. Because it took, it's just like gas. Uh, if you get a vehicle straight off the assembly line, the only thing that vehicle needs to get started is gas. 
Like you can't drive it right off the assembly line. You want to put gas in it. In order for that car to start, you got to put gas in it. So when you get gas in it, if you want to keep that car going, you got to keep some gas in it. So we got started by faith. If we're going to keep on going, we got to keep on going by faith. So we're going to need faith just to function in this Christian life. But if we were to think about what determines, now we know we need faith, but what determines our spirituality is how much faith we got, how much word we got, and how we activate that word in our lives. So we know that faith comes from hearing the word. But our faith can be strengthened from what we hear um, beyond that. Now, I, I was reminded of uh, Jesus. He was telling his disciples, he's like, uh, you need to forgive your brother if they trespass against you, you know, seven times 70, you know, even up to that much. And the disciples are like, Lord, increase our faith. And he's like, and, and he told him, he said, if, if you had a, a seed, like a, a grain of mustard seed, you would say, and he was letting them know that it's like, it's not more faith that you need, it's more word that you need, but it takes faith to forgive. And I got off on that, but I was thinking about it, I was like, man, it's like the faith of God, it's like we can strengthen that faith. Now here they were trying to increase their faith, but we can't just get more faith. We can't pray when we pray for God. God, please give me more faith. And that used to be my prayer. I'd say, God, give me more faith. Give me more faith. Give me more faith. And he's like, get my word, get my word, get my word, you know. And But I found that there is something we can do to make our faith grow stronger. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. Um, Let's go back to Colossians 2, 6. It says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. In verse 7, it says, Rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. That word with is in, by, because of. So, rooted and built up in Jesus, established in the faith, as you've been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. So, for our faith to be strong, not only do we need the word on a regular basis, but we've got to incorporate thanksgiving. Here it's saying in the in the word here, it says, if you will take and incorporate thanksgiving, your faith will abound. Your faith will abound. Now, the only other time that I've seen it in scripture where your faith can increase is uh it's just thanksgiving, but the only other time is in praying in the spirit. And it says, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in, in the spirit. So, but it also talks about that when you pray in the spirit, you have given thanks well. So when you're praying in the spirit, among other things, yes, you can uh, uh, be praying in the spirit, uh, interceding on behalf of others uh, or on behalf of yourself, and you're praying out mysteries. But one of the things the Bible says you're doing is you're giving thanks well. Uh, that's in First uh, Corinthians 14 and 17. It says, for thou verily give us thanks well, but the other is not edified. But that goes back to thanksgiving, because if you're giving thanks well in the spirit, so you're, you're building yourself up on your most holy faith because you're giving thanksgiving. And so when we incorporate thanksgiving into our lives, 
we are building up our faith. We're causing our faith to superabound. That word abound, abounding, and translated, it means to superabound in quantity or quality, be in excess, increase. So we will increase in our faith by our thanksgiving. Now that's an awesome thing. Like, have you ever just been like, man, I got faith, but I need a boost right now. Like, I need a faith boost. Like, I need something else. We, we talk about uh, the jumper cables, you know? And you can hook up with somebody else's faith or have somebody else hook up with your faith so that you can get something. You remember us talking about that on Wednesday night. But here we can incorporate Thanksgiving into our into our daily lives. And we can, it's like getting jumper cables hooked up to us. We're, we're hooking jumper cables up to the Word. And we're beginning to thank God and praise God. And one of the things that happens when we start to thank God is it starts, for, for one, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. But for one, it, it start, we, we start looking and we're saying, God, I thank you. It's just like, I, I was thinking about you the other night. You uh, had talked about, we had prayed for you and for your healing. And then the next day you were having problems. And then you had to get and you had to say that word, by Jesus' stripes I was healed. By his stripes I was healed. You had to reiterate that. And when we do that in the form of thanksgiving, it's the same principle. We're, we're reestablishing that word in our hearts. So we're, if I'm having a difficulty, I say, Jesus, by your stripes I was healed. And instead of just saying that, I can say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that your word says, by your stripes I was healed. Surely you bore my sicknesses and you carried my pains, and by your stripes I was healed. Yeah. I thank you for healing me. I thank you. So every time I say that, I'm reestablishing that word into my yes, heart. But at the same time, while I'm doing that, I'm also giving thanks to God. And I'm telling him, I'm saying, look, I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. And, and so it's, it's, it's a worship to him, and it's building us up. It's building our faith up. And there's something that happens. How it happens, I don't know, but there's a quickening that happens. Have you ever noticed when you start praising God and you start thanking God, there's a, there's a life that starts coming in. It's like, man, it's like, ah. I was struggling with some stuff. It's like Holly was talking about this morning, like your praise. <coughs> but if I'm struggling with some stuff or going through something, I've told y'all before, I'll be in the truck, and I'm like, ha, 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 and I just start laughing. Or I'll just start praising God. And I'll do a, I used to do it when Tyler was little, and I, I'll hold the mic away from it. But Tyler would be in the back seat, and i say, hallelujah. And, uh, he said, hallelujah. I said, thank you, Jesus. And he said, thank you, Jesus. And, and we just carry on, and I get carried away. And he's like, can we stop doing that now? <laughs> but uh, there's something that happens when we begin to praise God, when we thank God, that there's, there's something extra that, that comes into us. And I got looking at that word thanks, giving thanks. And when we give thanks, that word, let me find it, because I... I wrote it down, and that's good. Thanksgiving is defined as gratitude, but it's also, it says, actually grateful language. So a lot of times we think and we sit there and it's like, you know what? I'm thanking God on the inside. Everybody else might be thanking him on the outside, but I'm... 
Y'all don't know what's going on inside of me. I'm thanking God on the inside. I ain't got to be loud, and you ain't got to be loud. You ain't got, but if you want to give thanks, grateful language. So thanksgiving is actual grateful language. So if I don't open my mouth, I'm not giving thanks. Well, that's, that's something to think about. It's like, I'm not really thinking now from everything I've looked at in scripture. Thanksgiving and praise is vocal. It's vocal. And they kind of go hand in hand. Thanksgiving is like, I'm thanking God for what he's done for me. Praise is, I'm acknowledging who God is and what he's capable of. Worship is reverencing God and bowing. Now, worship can be done silently. That I, I have seen in scripture. Worship can be silent. But praise and thanksgiving, it's a vocal thing. So we got to open our mouth up and we got to use some voice and some, and it ain't got to be loud. It ain't got to be loud. Some people are louder than others. Becky, I think she's a little bit on the loud side, you know. Holly, she's a little on the quiet side. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, you ain't got to turn here. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 19, it says, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the Spirit. So it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, so pray always, give thanks in everything, and don't quench the spirit. So all that's coupled together in, the, in those verses. They're all intertwined. So if we're not praying always, if we're not rejoicing always, if we're not giving thanks in everything, then there's a chance we're quenching the spirit because it's all coupled together. It says that giving thanks is the will of God for us. So to the, to the degree that we're engaging in thanksgiving, that is the degree that we're in the will of God. Now, I know there's other aspects of the will of God in our lives, but this is the will of God for us that we're thankful. And in another, another set of verses, it talks about how that it, thanksgiving and, and giving thanks, and it says if you're not doing this, then it talks about people that are being evil. So... It groups unthankfulness with people that are evil. So it's like, man, it's, I need to do my part of being thank, thankful to God. And we are in the season of Thanksgiving. And uh, I used to, it used to aggravate me because every now and then we go to Mel's house or something. I mean, we, we probably went there every Thanksgiving, but they do this, go around the table and say what you're thankful for thing. Like, well, they took what I was gonna say. You know, and it's like you had to muster up and try to figure out what in the world am I thankful for? And man, we, we got a lot to be thankful for. We got a lot to be thankful for. When we encounter a, a problem or a difficulty, we need to start thanking God ahead of time. Thanking Him before. The Bible says that uh, when we pray, we believe that we receive. So, before it's manifested, we begin to pray and thank God that the answer is there. I was looking in uh, Matthew. If you want to turn there, you can. Matthew 15, 22. I want to read that. Matthew 15, starting with verse 22. That's not the right one. 
in John chapter 6 too if you want to turn there it's in Matthew 14 22 I know it was somewhere around there Matthew 14 and 22 I'm going to read that one it's in John 6 too and, and you can compare it uh, and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the, unto the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And that's when Peter said, If it's really you, you know, tell me to come to you. Well, one of the things, if you look at that, Jesus did not call the storm. He just told him, he said, It's me, don't be afraid. He said, Be of good cheer. Now, why in the natural, even if it's Jesus, would they be of good cheer? Because the, the wind is still boisterous, the waves are still boisterous, boisterous, it's still raising seas, the boat's still being tossed to and fro, so why in the natural would they be of good cheer? But Jesus was trying to, to get them to get in faith, and faith and cheer go hand in hand. So if you're going to be in faith, you're going to be in cheer, you're going to be in joy. And so he was trying to get them into that place of cheer so that they could have faith. And it talks about it in John 6, which is a miracle within itself. It talks about how that when, when he got into the ship, they were immediately at the other side. So here they were, they were scared, afraid. But when Jesus finally got into the ship, they were completely transported to the other side, which, I mean, that, that's just awesome. Like, I, I think a lot of times we look over that when we read that. But uh, here he wants us to be thankful. Be cheerful before we see the manifested result. God flows in our life through the avenue of faith. And that's why he wants us to get in joy, to get in, in faith. And the way that we get in faith, part of it is with being thankful, being thankful. So when we believe that we receive before we got it, and we thank God for it, then our faith is boosted. We get that faith boost. And that's what I was talking about tonight is, is Thanksgiving. It's, it's a faith boost. It causes the, our faith to super abound for us to have it in greater quantity and greater quality. Uh, so Philippians 4 and 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. So when we make requests, when we ask something of God, it says to do it with thanksgiving. So we're not even supposed to ask God for something without coupling it with thanksgiving. So 
I, I don't know how many times I've, I, all right, you think about the Lord's Prayer. Now, this is what they call the Lord's Prayer in that model. They said, Our Father was joined in heaven, hallowed be your name. So there's praise and worship right there at the start, right at the start. And then sandwiched in the middle of that is give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our trespasses. There's requests in the middle. But then at the end, it goes, for yours is the kingdom, yours is the glory and the power. You know, it, it's praise and worship again at the end. So he's showing us right there. He's like, hey, look, I don't have no problem with you asking of me. Because you don't have because if you don't ask. But couplet, sandwich it in there. You know how to make a sandwich? Yeah. You got two pieces of bread, and then you got the, the stuff that you want to eat on the inside. But you got to have that bread on the, on the outside. Some people doing this new stuff where they got... Uh, they might make a, a, a lettuce sandwich. So they take a big slab of lettuce and put it up there, and that's their bread. And another slab of lettuce on the other side. But then they put the good stuff that they want on the inside. So it's like, yeah, I have no problem with you asking on me. I want you to ask. Yeah. But I want you to sandwich it in there with Thanksgiving. Thank you. Have you ever been around somebody that's not thankful? Yeah. It's like, man, it's like, if I give Becky a present for Christmas, and, <laughs> and Becky's like, man, I got one of them last year. I don't need that thing. And, and man, I, I thought about that thing. And I, I, man, I was so careful with what I did. I had Becky on my mind when I got that present. And I, I was so thankful. Or, or, or rather, I was, I was so thoughtful trying to think of what to get Becky. And to get her that present, she just turned her nose up. I, I don't want that. That ain't, that ain't nothing. I mean, it's like... You think I'm gonna go out of my way next year to get her a present? No. Now God, God don't do things quite the same way I do. That's for sure. He's a lot more patient and and long suffering, you know. But how many times do we? It's like God, I need this. I need this. I need this. And we almost use him like, where's that? Where's that bottle? Let me rub that bottle so I can keep that genie in the bottle. It's like, yep. Did you summon me? Yeah, yeah. I need this. I need this. I want this. I want this. And it's, okay. And and it's like. Show, show me some gratitude. Show me some gratitude, you know? And uh, if, if Becky would show me more gratitude, I'd get her more presents. No. Christmas coming up, Becky. Yeah. Oh, Philippians 4 and 4 says, uh, I think I read this. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. No, I didn't read this. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. So with prayer and supplication, let your request be uh, in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. Or rejoicing and thanksgiving go together in this verse. So rejoice, rejoice and thanksgiving. So when we, when we begin to be thankful, we begin to be joyful. Because when I'm, if I'm believing that I receive when I pray or when I speak something out, I'm, I'm excited because I know, I know that my answer's there, my answer's coming. So I'm thankful, and I'm not just thankful with a yeah, thank you. And like Becky, she was like yeah, thank you. She told me thank you, but you know she didn't really want that present. I could tell that it was written all over her face. It was in a voice, but I, but God saying, "Look, it's like be thankful, like rejoice, rejoice, 
because it's coming. Your answer's on its way. It's coming. And it's in my word, so it's a done deal. All my promises to you are yes and amen. So when we exercise thanksgiving and praise, it allows the word to be herded, 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 and planted back into our lives. And, and the Bible that says in Isaiah 43 and 26, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. So God's saying, look, just remind me of what my word says. Thank me. Thank me for what you've done, what I've done for you, and what I'm going to do for you. And, you know, sometimes we go through and it's like, like I had something the other day. Uh, man, I woke up and my head was banging. I mean, it was banging hard. And uh, I was thanking God softly, very, very, very softly. And Holly's like, she prayed for me. And she tried to encourage me and told me I needed to move my mouth. And uh, I was I was hurting. I was like, I, I have moved my mouth. And I have thanked God, but I'm hurting. Sometimes the pain of whatever you're dealing with or whether it's pain or the um, the worry or whatever it is that you're going through, hurt, uh, financial insecurities, whatever it is, it's screaming so loud that in order for you to overcome that, now after Holly left, she went on to work. And I, I was late to work that day because I was feeling rough. I got back up and I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I, I used my voice and I had to get loud. I did not want to get loud. I did not feel like getting loud. And it ain't always about what we feel like. My feeler just needs to go to sleep sometimes and I need to just do what the word says, you know. And uh, so I took her word and I was aggravated by her advice to start with, but it was the truth. And though I had thanked God, I had, I had done it so quietly. But sometimes you gotta get loud. Sometimes you gotta get loud. Sometimes you gotta get loud and let the devil know. It's like, look, I don't care how I feel. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what the circumstances look like. I thank you, God, that you have done this for me. By your stripes, I was healed. By your stripes, I was healed. And, uh, but sometimes we gotta get loud. Uh, sometimes, you know, I'll take, and I'll, I'll take the word and I'll, as a thanks unto God, just like we were doing songs tonight, and Beck said, look, let's do some songs about thanksgiving and praise, because we got a lot to be thankful for, we're going into the thanksgiving season, and so I'll take the word, and I'll just make up my own song, I mean, I do that with songs anyway, without even trying, how they say, that's not the words of that song, I was like, I just make up my own words, I, I, don't, I don't know, it's like, I have a hard time sometimes remembering the words, so it's like, yeah, I'll make up my own, but I'll take, surely, surely Jesus bore my sickness, and I'll just, my own, my own tune, it ain't got to rhyme, it ain't got to, it ain't got to make sense, like, I'm my own poet, you know, I'm my own songwriter, and I know that it's, it's music to God's ears, it might not be music to Rip's ears, but it's music to God's ears, you know what I'm saying, it's like, but I'll, I'll do that, I said, Lord, I thank you. Surely, surely, you bore my sickness. You carried my pains. 
By your stripes I'm healed. Hallelujah. I'm healed. I receive my healing. And I'll go forth and, and I'll just, I'll make a song. And sometimes I'll record that song on my phone. Like, man, this is the start of a new song. And I'll never do nothing with it after that. But, uh, but it'll boost our faith. Because now I'm not thinking about that problem. I'm thinking about the word. I'm thinking, God, I'm reiterating that word back to myself and back to God. And I'm thinking about thinking about praise. I'm thinking about, God, you've already done this. It's like, uh, I don't know how many of y'all were here before when I, I did talk about the dog chasing his tail. He's like, that dog kept running around chasing his tail. Running. You ever seen that? He's running around chasing his tail, running around chasing his tail. He's like, he don't know it's attached to him. And we don't know sometimes that we've already got the promises of God. He's already given. He said it's done. When he said it's finished, it was finished. And so we got to realize that we already got it and we got to get thankful and praise God for it. Because if we don't, then we're not thankful. Then we're not receiving what God has for us. And the more that I, I take it, I, I just say, God, I thank you. I thank you. Then I'm beginning to receive. I'm beginning to receive. Romans 15 and 13, it says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you are bound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And that word hope, it, it means expectation. We talked about it on Wednesday night. And so God will fill us with all peace and joy. Joy and peace when we're trusting God, when we're in faith. So when we're expecting of God, hear that word rejoice again. We're going to get back full of joy and rejoicing. Because he's going to cause he's going to cause us to be filled with joy and peace while we're believing, and so then we'll, we won't be thinking about that problem. We'll just be praising God. So, daily, I, I told Holly more than not too long ago, like, what are you excited about? It's like, and, and we talked about like, what are we excited about? What do we believe in God for? Because if we're excited. It, if we're in joy, we're excited about it. So if we're in joy and peace about something, we're believing God for something. So if it takes faith to operate in this life, I need to be in faith on a constant basis. So what am I trusting God for? What am I exercising my faith for? Am I, am I believing God and getting excited about something? So it's like, oh yeah, we're getting out of debt. Hallelujah, we're getting out of debt. So praise God. By Jesus stripes, I was healed. You know, if it's healing, if it's uh, all my needs are met, you know, whatever it is, I'm trusting God. Now it's like, man, I'm going to get excited. I'm going to get excited. And if I'm really believing God, I'm going to be excited about it. I'm going to be thankful. Because if I'm not thankful, I'm not really believing God. You know, when when Tina, when, when she couldn't couldn't walk good or whatever, I mean, when she realized that, man, she's thankful. Now she get up, run around the church, walk around the church, you know. Brandon, when you're back, now he said, look, I don't need no help to get that Bible off the floor. So I'm healed now. I can get it. I can get it. And so we're thankful. We're excited. And when we begin to praise God, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. He inhabits the praises of his people. So when we praise God, it's like launching us into his presence. It's like launching us into his presence. It's like, man, it's like, if you needed to get into the presence of God and you're like, man, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm in a root right now. I'm just in a low spot. I don't feel like, and I've been there like, sometimes it's like, man, 
I don't know what's come over me, but I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like singing. I don't even want to look at you. And you better not look at me because I don't want you to look at me either, you know? I ain't saying that. Y'all look at me right now. But uh, but sometimes it's, it's like, man, it's like, what's, what's going on with me? How do you get out of that funk? Praise. Thankfulness. Because we got faith. But sometimes feelings get the best of us if we don't if we don't watch it. And the way that you get past them feelings is you overcome them with some word. And you, when you begin thanking God for what He's what He's done for you and what you've already gotten in Him, then you begin to overcome those feelings, and those feelings are no longer a factor anymore. And just God's word and the strength in your life. And His joy when, when we begin thanking God and praising God, that joy gets in us and and it's strength for us. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. Praise and thanksgiving will affect us. It'll affect our faith. So that, that's one of the things I wanted to, to mention. The praise, it'll affect us and it'll affect our faith. It'll cause our faith to be boosted to another level. Praise and thanksgiving affects our focus because we're focusing on God and not the problem. Praise and thanksgiving affects God. Psalm 22 and 3 says, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praises of Israel. So God inhabits the praises of his people. So it's going to affect God when we begin to praise God and thank him. And it affects our victory. And it affects the devil. You know, when you begin to thank and to praise God, like, all right, seem to like, seem to like ball games, right? So when you see all of a sudden the crowd just go wild, and they're like, yeah, like you might not even understand football. You might not know that that's the end zone and the guy with the ball just went in it. I do know something about sports. I, I don't watch them. I don't care about them, but I do know something about them. But Man, you might not know what all is going on, but you know that there's victory that just happened. Something good just happened. So when we begin to praise God, it affects us. There's victory. The devil, the devil knows that we win it. And we're showing him that, hey, we're on the winning side. We're on the winning side. In Psalm 82, and, and we talked about this in Sunday school, so... It says, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. So praise is going to affect the devil. Because that word still means to cause to cease, to put an end to. To put an end to. So praise is going to cause the devil to be, that's it, done. Cause to, the, to desist from, to remove, to cause to fail to exterminate, destroy. So praising and rejoicing, giving thanks is gonna show up, it's gonna show that we got the victory. In uh, 1 Peter 1 and 8, it says, whom having not seen, ye love, and whom though, you, though now ye see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. So I'm going to read that one more time and pay attention. Uh, whom having not seen, you love. This is talking about Jesus. And whom, though now you see him not, yet believing. So believing, you rejoice with joy because you're believing. So you're rejoicing with joy because you're believing. 
and that joy is unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. So in order to get from that believing part to the receiving part, yet believing, you rejoice with joy, receiving the end of your faith. In order to get from believing to receiving, you've got to include the middle part of that, which is rejoicing, rejoicing. So if we're not rejoicing, we're not going to get to the receiving part. So in order to get from up, I'm believing God, I'm believing God, I'm trusting God. And I, I talked about this in Edenton. Uh, I preached over there. There's times that I have been in what I thought was faith, but I was not in faith. I now see I was not in faith. Like, man, I was like, man, I was going through some tough times. And it's like, I'm just trusting God. I got the word for it. I'm trusting God. I'm in faith, but I was depressed. I was sad. Uh, if you looked at me, I mean, my countenance showed you everything opposite of rejoicing and joy. I, I mean, I didn't have no peace. If I got around you, I was going to grumble and complain. I was going to tell you how bad I got it. And uh, it, it, was, it was a tough time for me. And anytime I got around a situation that involved what, what I was dealing with, I was not expecting good. I was expecting negative results. I was, so I was, not, I was really not in faith. If I was believing, I'd have been rejoicing and not expecting negative. I'd have been expecting positive. And so in order for, for that to happen, for us to get to that rejoicing, we've got to, uh, or rather to that receiving, we've got to be rejoicing. One of the other things to, to note in that is, whom having not seen you love, and whom though you see him not yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. So joy is a container of glory. You rejoice with joy full of glory. So joy, if we want to get into the glory of God, we got to get into the joy of God. That's good. If you want to get into the glory of God, you've got to get into the joy of God. Joy in the Holy Ghost. So joy is a container of glory. So in other words, joy houses the glory of God. Now joy is not the glory of God, but it houses. It's the container of the glory of God. It's sort of like a cow. If you wanted, if you wanted milk, and you go to the, every grocery store, every supermarket, everything you go to, but you really want milk, and nobody has got milk anymore. Now this is unheard of, but at the same time, the way things are going right now, you never know. <laughs> but nobody's got milk anywhere. If you really want milk in the future, the only way you're gonna get milk is if you get a cow. Now that cow is not milk, but that cow contains milk. It, it holds the milk. In the same way that that cow is not milk, but it holds milk. Joy is not the glory of God, but joy contains the glory of God. Joy in, in the Holy Ghost, joy in the Lord. So the more joy that we have in our life, the more glory of God we got in our life. The more glory we'll be operating in. And, and the Bible tells us that we're, all right, uh, to whom God will make known what is the riches of his glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So the expectation, that hope is the expectation. So we expect the glory of God. We're made to be glory carriers. 
And so we got to get into some joy. We got to get into some thanksgiving, some rejoicing. And with joy, you'll draw water out of the wells of salvation. So there's, there's abundant resources in the salvation that God's got for us. And if we want to take part of it, we're going to draw it out with joy. We're going to draw it out with joy. How are you going to tap into that joy? Tap into his word. Tap into the rejoicing. Uh, I looked up rejoicing. And uh, the, the law of first things in it talks about uh, whatever the definition of a word you're looking for, it's got to include wherever it was first in the Bible. And so rejoicing, I looked at that and it's like, man, it's like rejoicing. It's like I think Jethro, uh, it was Moses talking to Jethro, and uh, was it Moses? Anyway, he was talking about, he was like, he was telling him about everything that God had done for him. And then it says he rejoiced with him. That was the first time it was mentioned. He's like, and he rejoiced with him. So what he did is he went back and he revisited that account with him. And he's like, I'm going to revisit that account with you, and I'm going to get excited with you because of what God's done in your life. And that's what we got to do. If we want to tap into that joy, we've got to rejoy. We've got to go back and look at what God has already done for us and get back into it and say, man, God did do that for me. Man, I, I remember God did this for me. I'm rejoying. I, I'm excited about what he's already done. And I'm just praising God because I know that he's done this. And if he'll, he did that, I know he's going to do this for me. So we've got to rejoy. And so I don't know what like holidays sometimes can be stressful and and be like, man, it's like I gotta see this family member and Holly talked about that some this morning. It's like, you know, you got some different family members or different things and man, I gotta cook this I ain't gotta cook nothing. Holly takes care of everything. I ain't got no stress in that. But she might have like, man, I gotta cook this, I gotta cook this, I gotta take this, you know, I gotta make sure I get this. And I just remembered I, I was supposed to bring a turkey. I got that in the back of my truck. Like, this is in the back of my truck right now. But it's like, man, I, they're, they're, I got to do this and I got to do that. And it's like, oh, but I just need a break, man. It's like, why are they only giving me one day off for Thanksgiving? It's like, they have to give us a week off. It's like, don't they know how much preparation we got to do, especially us women? Y'all women, not us women. Y'all women. <laughs> you know, but it's like, man, it's like, God, I got faith that you're going to bring me through this, but I need a boost. So during this Thanksgiving, let's let's do what that title is, Thanksgiving. Let's give some Thanksgiving. Let's say, God, we need a faith boost. God, I thank you that you're going to work things out for me. I thank you. I'm just going to praise you for what you've already done, and I'm going to praise you for what you are doing, and just give him thanks, and just give him thanks, and just watch our faith come up. Our faith come up. Man, it's good. Let's exercise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're a good God. I thank you, God, that you brought me through before, and you're going to bring me through again. There ain't nothing too hard for you. You know what's ahead. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. If you got to be loud, hallelujah. There you go. Get over that voice of whatever's going on in the background. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
Victory in Jesus. That's right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Pull a David and do your dance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.